Hello, and welcome to the Platform Podcast, hosted by Marketplace Advisory Board Chair L. Tucker, a former journalist who writes, speaks, and consults on all things startups. The Platform Podcast features conversations with founders, operators, and experts tackling a myriad of topics facing the marketplace and sharing economy startup ecosystem. Please note this podcast is for informational purposes only and is not professional advice. For specific issues, please seek an appropriate professional or contact us at info at marketplacerisk.com for more information. And now, without further ado, I will hand things over to Elle. Hello, and welcome back to the Platform Podcast. Today, I am joined by Jaap Siebenha, who is from Moby Park in the Netherlands. Welcome, Jaap, to the podcast. Thank you very much, Elle. How did I get on with the pronunciation of your name? I, I was going to say that you did excellent on my last name, which is usually uh, for Dutch people the hardest part. Uh, first name, very close, very close. Okay. It's Jaap. <laughs> okay. Uh, I was um, putting my maximum effort into that. Yeah, now so. you did very well. <laughs> Better than anyone uh, else outside the Netherlands uh, in this this quick of time. Thank you. Yeah. That's a good start to to this episode. Tell me a bit about yourself and Moby Park. Now, um, I know that this is a, a European parking peer-to-peer app. And, um, you know, we've obviously in the UK got a couple that we're more familiar with. So really keen to hear about how you you got into being um, the CEO of this exciting company and um, and what your journey was. So let's start with Moby Park and and tell me a bit about about the company itself. Yes, awesome. Um, so Moby Park is really the platform for uh, for parking, and not just any parking, or specifically private parking. So that means that any person with a car can book a parking space on Moby Park and park their car at an otherwise unused parking spot at a hotel or a business or even a private individual. And in that way, uh, of course, you as a a driver, you save some money because the price is better than on the street or in a public garage. But you also spend less less time on the road uh, because you book your parking in advance. You navigate directly to your parking location. Uh, and of course, as, an, uh, as a parking owner, whether individual or a company, uh, you earn extra cash with your otherwise unused uh, parking space. And for the total picture, uh, it's also a way to take more cars off the street, reduce uh, unnecessary emissions uh, because there's, uh, there's no traffic, uh, search traffic for parking space. Um, so we really try to make better use of existing uh, resources. And in this case, that's uh, parking space. So... It, what do you find that the majority of your customers are? Are they people that would normally maybe commute into the city, but this gives them the option of maybe parking just slightly outside, or is it people in the centre that are lucky enough to have a parking space in the centre of an urban area because they're pretty expensive, that mm-hmm. that let it out just to sort of maybe offset the cost of that? What What's a typical Moby Park user? Yeah. Yeah, that's a good question because there, there's a wide variety of, of users of parking spaces. And we also have a wide variety of users. But what we really focus on is travelers. So that means uh, people who come to a city uh, for, a, for a weekend, go on a city trip, or maybe go on a road trip for a week and, and, and park in, in one or a couple of cities. Um, that's that's maybe half of the people is that. So, so people that come from outside of the country and park in a city like Amsterdam or Paris, 
Um, but the other part is is also uh, local people or national travelers, travel, travelers that go to a city or a theater or another type of event or a place of interest. And uh, yeah, they're also looking for a, for a steady, uh, secure and, and certain uh, place to park. Um, we also see, and we've seen more of that um, in the past two years, um, and that's also because we shifted the focus a little bit during COVID, is more uh, people who are looking for a, um, an alternative for a parking permit. And in, in some cities, it's really hard to find uh, a parking permit. And we offer a, actually a, a, like a quite nice and relatively affordable uh, option for them to, 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 to be able to park while they're waiting for their parking permit. Um, Besides that, there is a bunch of other types of users, eh? mm -hmm. and it also depends very much on the on the specific location. Mm -hmm. I mean, if you if, if if we have a location, or if you have a location that you share a Moby Park, and it's in a business park, uh, yeah, you will have a lot of uh, uh, um, uh, professional people parking, like uh, people that just park for a working day. If you would have a parking spot next to a next to a zoo, uh, and yeah, probably you're a little bit cheaper than the parking for the zoo itself. You would have a lot of users mm -hmm. uh, that visit the zoo so it, it's also very dependent on the the actual location uh, and in addition to that to the preferences of a parking owner because we try to to really be flexible and and work with or within the boundaries of a parking supplier especially if it's a, if it's a business mm -hmm. yeah and not sort of undercut anyone or annoy anyone in that yeah. sense yeah, yeah. And so that's also a good thing that you mentioned because of course let's say your hotel which which is one of our uh, primary uh, user groups uh, on the supply side of course um yeah they don't want us to steal their own uh, uh, visitors their own guests uh, and of course, uh, that's also not something we want. We want to attract other types of people that park there, that make use of their space when it's empty or when mm -hmm. they still have some spots left. Um, yeah. yeah. So I suppose, I mean, park share apps, platforms, are a, a kind of perfect sharing economy model in the sense that they do all the, they tick all the boxes. The, the supplier can make cash from something that they're not using all the time so that you know, they're empowered by that. The user can use something, you know, maybe for less that is available um, because, you know, it's it's lying underutilized. But the thing itself is actually, it's an absence of a thing, isn't it? It's quite a funny thing because it's a space rather than mm -hmm. an asset. Yeah. Um, in terms of the environmental benefits, you did touch on them. Sometimes I do wonder how easy it is to quantify that. I understand that it might stop vehicles, you know, circling around looking for a space or it might keep them out of the very center of a city and, and be part of maybe a sort of smarter transport solution. But is it easy enough to quantify the benefits when you're actually talking about, you know, things like um, emission levels? Yeah, this is a, a very important uh, part of what we do, of course. Um, it's also a very hard uh, part to measure exactly. Um, because, well, clearly what, what, what we strive to do is to, to make use of, better, of, of, of existing space in a better way. Uh, so that you don't need to build extra parking garages. Mm -hmm. uh, if there's already space in the city in certain places, uh, there's no point of, of, of making a, uh, building a new parking garage. That, that's one part that's already quite hard to measure, right? How mm -hmm. much is safe there? How much is it exactly? 
um, maybe the, one of the core things is actually that you save a lot of uh, uh, time traveling because you book something in advance, you book a parking space in advance and you navigate there directly. So you're not going to be searching for a parking spot. But a lot of visitors to cities actually do. Eh? They, they, they set the navigation to uh, a city center and they drive and then they arrive and they're like, oh, yes, oh, yeah, I need a parking space. And then they're going to search for a parking space. And this is actually causing 30% of the traffic jams in, in cities. Um, so, well, you can make some estimations of how much emissions you then save. Um, also, on average, people, and this is a, a research maybe already, maybe already 10 years old, I'm not entirely sure, uh, from, the, from, a, from a, a researcher, uh, I think from the US, and, and they have, uh, they found that an average uh, driver of a car, they lose 20 minutes uh, per trip uh, searching for a parking spot. Yeah, I can believe that. <laughs> um, so this is also a way to, to measure. And so you have all these factors and that in the end will contribute to something. Um, I have to say it's not perfect how we measure it. No. This is one of the goals to, to do better and to show that better as well, because um, another you could also look at it from another perspective and say, hey, well, we actually uh, uh, promote the use of a car and to to, drive, to take the car to drive to a city. And, and, and mm. that's not necessarily what we're trying to do. We're, we're not trying to promote the use of the car. We're trying to promote um, uh, the best uh, mobility, the best way to get to a place. Um, if you go from a countryside place or a, a one city to another, and if you travel by yourself, and you travel to a city center, by all means, take the train. That's like the best option. And definitely don't take the plane. Mm -hmm. uh, but if, let's say, you go on a, on a road trip with a, or a city trip with a bunch of friends and uh, you come from somewhere just outside a city and you're going somewhere like also maybe at, this, at, this, at, the, at the edge of a city center, um, if you share your ride with four people, that's, that is the most uh, sustainable way to travel uh, besides walking or cycling, uh, of course. Um, so, so... Uh, yeah, it, it, it's it, it can be a oh, dilemma yeah. sometimes. Oh yeah, it is. I think a lot with a lot of these things because, you know, it, it there isn't a, a perfect solution. You know, yeah. to yeah. to a lot. Of and these for things. me, if, I mean, if there won't be any cars, hey, great. Or if they're all self-driving, great. We will we'll change. We'll we'll find another problem to solve. You know. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, tell me a bit about Moby Park. Um, it was founded. I think you mentioned uh, a, a decade ago, but not in the Netherlands. So, so how did um, how did it all come about? Yeah, it's uh, this year. It's uh, I believe it's it's this year that, that we exist for ten years, um, somewhere in a couple of months. Um, so so it's been quite a quite a journey, uh, and it all started in in, in Paris actually. And uh, the founder of Moby Park, Johan, he uh, he ran into this problem. Uh, where on one hand he saw that there was a very big shortage in uh, parking space. Of course, it's it's a hassle to park in Paris, right? And on the other hand, he had friends and relatives, people he knew or read into, he talked to, that said, "Oh wait, uh, I, yeah, I have I have a parking space. Uh, yeah, I don't use it. Yeah, it just came with my flat, but I don't even have a car. So yeah, it's just there. Yeah, yeah, yeah." And uh, well, I mean, this this is a very a classic uh, eureka moment of <laughs> course and then of course it was also the time that airbnb was starting to get a little bit familiar uh, here in europe uh, it's, it was really still the kind of the beginning it was definitely not mainstream yet but the first the, you know or the, the the new wave after airbnb was really then, then starting so he, he thought okay this is this is this is a business this is this is like a, the platform for parking that will connect the two 
Um, that of course, yeah, well, he, he, he tested, he grew it a little bit, he did prove this concept and, and, and really established something, something great. Um, two co-founders stepped in, uh, Manuel and Catherine, uh, someone from, uh, Manuel's from, uh, from Argentina, Catherine from, uh, from Germany. So quite an international uh, bunch of people together. Yeah. And they found that actually, um, besides Paris or France, uh, the Netherlands is a super interesting market. Um, well, because there's a lot of uh, uh, people that park, uh, the, the, par the parking prices are ridiculously expensive, especially in cities like Amsterdam. Um, and also people are quite used already or were already quite used to using online uh, websites or mm -hmm. platforms to, to do things. Eh? They're, they're, the ad adoption rate is generally high or new technology is easily adopted yeah uh, if it's done well uh, done right of course mm -hmm. um they joined a startup uh, accelerator program uh started bootcamp um they got funding um there was at some point two offices one in paris one in one in the netherlands um but the but the, the general trend was really a move from uh, france to the netherlands and uh, yeah we saw that in in, in in, uh, in terms of revenue or where the customers came from. Over, over time, you see that more and more customers started to come from uh, from the Netherlands, but also other countries, of course, like Germany and other surrounding countries. Mm -hmm. um, then at some point, uh, there was a little sidestep. Um, was it, it must have been 2018, uh, where then, uh, the, the two co-founders and the team at the, at the time they uh, they ran into uh, the problem that at at offices, uh, regular offices, co-working offices, all kinds of offices, um, they had a big problem with with managing their car park. So uh, they they were knocking their doors and talking to them and uh, like of course trying to convince them to 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 share their extra space with Moby Park because in the weekends uh, those those parking spaces are empty at all. Oh yeah, yeah. It's, it's a it's a very big waste. And uh, a lot of them said, well, that's, that's, that's a great idea. And of course, we would love to make extra revenue. It would mm -hmm. be great. However, we have a huge, huge, uh, it's a huge hassle to manage this parking. People are stealing each other's spot. They're fighting over it. We have like Excel lists to manage who's visiting. And oh, man, it's a, it's a pain in the ass. And yeah, sorry, we don't want an extra user group. And uh, they, at that point, uh, they figured, hey, this, this is a new business. We should we should build a parking management system that fully automates this and connect it to Mobile Park, the platform. And they have a super amazing solution where we can even onboard all the all the offices. Um, I'm actually going very far in detail, but but let's let's try to get it back to it. To, to the question like no. uh, what's the journey overall <laughs> no, no, it's, it's, <laughs> it's, <laughs> from france to netherlands this is this is the moment where i where i uh, stepped in and, and um i started helping uh, mo park uh, with with some uh, business yeah. development strategic uh, things and, and we got along really well and i i came on i came in uh, first uh, part-time and, and and then then they asked me to uh, to take over the lead of the company and really uh, also being a dutch person uh, with a focus on the dutch market and and, and implementing this parking management mm -hmm. system in combination of course with with the mobile platform um that yeah that was my task and um i was given the opportunity uh, to to do that and uh, to also form a new team to to do that and yeah just just kind of naturally we we, we moved more to the netherlands uh, mm -hmm. as main market and eh? not not the only but the main market um yeah at, at some point uh, uh me and 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 the, and the team at uh, that moment figured okay this 
it's a it's it's an interesting product. It's it's very uh, demand is there, uh, but we're not a hardware company. <laughs> we're a software company, mm-hmm. and uh, this is very resource intensive. And uh, and and uh, we, we need to we need to have a big 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 investment to really make this a, a big thing. Even though the idea was great and we had like launch customers, it was great. Um, but then we uh, we decided to to just shift back uh, the focus to the core, and that's that's the platform and work together with uh, with with great established partners who supply these types of systems and integrate with them and uh, so Dutch market new growth market is uh, is uh, Germany because mm-hmm. uh, a lot of our customers are actually from Germany a lot of our uh, bookings or the people that book a parking spot they're German but we don't have so many locations there so uh, um, yeah, that's what you're focusing on the moment. Yeah, well, this Netherlands, but 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 in addition, uh, Germany is, is is like a growth market. Yeah, yeah. and um, obviously, it's been a turbulent couple of years all around the globe. How has it affected you? Because obviously, that's taken up the majority of your time as, as CEO. Really, the pandemic. What what has that meant in terms? Because people haven't been traveling around as much or commuting. Yeah, you, you call it uh, disastrous, yeah. really. Um, I mean, ups and downs. Eh? It's not just been disastrous, but yeah. In the beginning, I'm, I'm a big, I'm a big uh, optimist. Eh? So uh, when when the first news came out, eh, there's, there's this virus. I was like, yeah, okay, it's a virus. You know, <laughs> let's just continue. Let's just get over it, and uh, they won't do anything crazy. And mm. when they started talking about lockdown, I was like, no, they, mm. no. It was hard to maintain the optimism, wasn't it? Yeah. No. Well, no. It, it, I'm super optimistic. So, so it's a very bitter end until they, they really actually implemented all these measures. I was like, no, they're not going to do it. Which is which was actually that's that's a mistake of me. I should I should have known or I don't know anticipated to it or something. But yeah, I guess nobody really expected it. But um, uh, what was I going to say? Uh, so yeah. So how did it impact? Yeah. As I already told you in the beginning, we, 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 a big part of our of our uh, customers is our international people, travelers, mm-hmm. and well, exactly that is the thing that that the COVID measures stopped tra- traveling, uh, commuting. Uh, so, uh, well, on the on the on the positive uh, side of it, um, the problem was kind of solved, right? There were like no no traffic jams, no yeah. no, no no not too many cars parked. But on it, the street. it wasn't so, you that did it. That's the problem. <laughs> yeah, but it was not a sustainable solution, mm-hmm. of course, because you know as soon as uh, things open up again, uh, the, the cars are back. So, but it, no, it was challenging. We had a, we had a big uh, we had a big a big uh, problem uh, with the cash flow because a lot of cancel cancellations and and uh, had no 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 bookings for a while. Yeah, and uh, so that that impacted us uh, impacted us heavily. Um, what we did did find at some point, and I think that was that was a, a smart strategic move. I don't know if it's not super complex. It's, it's quite easy, but yeah, we decided to focus on supply mm-hmm. uh, because a lot of companies, and especially hotels, during COVID, they uh, yeah they also had big problems. They were also empty, and uh, yeah, that me- meant that we at least had had the opportunity. Mm-hmm. To start working with them, uh, onboard yeah. them, get them aboard, mm-hmm. and and still bring some yeah. bookings, right? I mean, it's not that we generated no bookings at all, so every cash was welcome for them, and of course for us as well. And and yeah, but then it it also meant that as soon as things open up, you have this mm-hmm. inventory, or there's there's more location that you have, and, and that's what that's what we saw when, when as soon as the measures were were released. Uh, like in summer, uh, most of the time, yeah, that's when we saw like a huge boom, and we were all of a sudden back 
on the growth train again. And, and uh, you were in yeah. a strong position when things started to open up because of that. Yeah, 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 yeah. And of course, weakened, uh, yeah, because you lost a lot of revenue and then uh, the team shrank a bit. And then, the, yeah, that was, uh, in total, it's been, it's been a big challenge. But yeah, with, with, with its positive sides, of course. And you're here to tell the tale. Um, yeah. In terms of, obviously, with marketplace risk, we like to talk about a bit of risk management and trust yeah. and safety and things like that. You know, it's, as we said, it's a space, it's a lack of of something rather than a something does that mean that it's a reasonably smooth journey to share um a, a space rather than a thing when it comes to that sort of insurance side of things how do you deal with that and i know it's a vehicle that actually ends up in the space but yeah. tell me tell me a bit about that yeah yeah in a way it's very similar actually to to airbnb of course which is also empty space uh, uh, but the very big difference there is that one is like your personal space or oh, maybe it's a business space, but it's, it's it's a very private thing it's it's a very sensitive thing it's sensitive to to uh, to it can be destroyed things can be stolen a parking space is is really just yeah some asphalt or some stones and and some lines and and yeah maybe it's a covered garage but there's not much to steal there or to destroy or or and you're also not so personally attached mm -hmm. to a car you are very much like sharing a car um, yeah, there's some great examples uh Turo, uh, Snapcar uh, here in the Netherlands um, that that's that's way more way harder for people so yeah relatively yeah, parking space is is, is is really easy to share um, and also not that sensitive, uh, yeah, to problems. There's not, there's, of course, there's always risk, but relatively compared to other uh, things you can share, the risks are quite low. But what challenges do you have? Because you sound, I mean, you just said you're optimistic. You sound very chilled out, and I love the fact that you know this is a a re relatively smooth thing to share. So I'm I'm dying to know what you know, without sounding sort of intrigued by the um, the negative, what, what what does go wrong? Um, and what do you do about it when it, do when it does? Because if things will have to go wrong sometimes, what challenges do you face? Yeah, as a very briefly, uh, um, uh, neither we nor the, nor the person or company who shares a parking space is in general liable. Eh? It, it's really the, the, the insurances on the, the, the car owner, uh, you know, like on the car. Yeah, so that takes a lot of uh, risk away already. It's like you park anywhere. You can park in a public parking garage, you can park on the streets. And uh, that that has some risk that can be broken into or something else can happen. With our, with our parking spaces, there's a lot less risk because usually they're well secured and, and more, more socially checked. So the risks are way lower for a user. Um, but what are the things that 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 are a risk? Yeah, I mean, uh, still break-ins do happen in rare occasions. It's, you know, like of course, especially if it's if it's a if it's a parking garage that's outside and, and a little bit more outside of uh, the center, it, it does happen, and that's really sad, of course, for user. And we of course try to help and support and, and uh, uh, get them in touch with the right uh, organizations or people. Uh, but that that's that's it's a not risk. really your and, fault, though, is it? It's not our fault, of course not. Um, yeah, risk is that 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 a user of ours uh, damages a property of uh, another person or institution. Uh, luckily, this has never happened. Uh, but there again, it's also uh, uh, 
up to the people because we are a platform we connect the two parties mm-hmm. and a lot of people especially companies they have liability insurance huh? so they, they will be able to to uh, to arrange it uh, among each other with their uh, with their insurances um we have of course um there there's some there's some there's some fraud or there's some um, people or uh, maybe um, um criminal organizations that try to commit fraud or to money launder over over the platform that these things um, i guess they happen on every platform mm-hmm. um where where you um, yeah, I, I, I shouldn't give away too many details. Or give give people any ideas. But yeah. hand, I, we, no do tips, system, we do have we do have systems that protect us against it. So yeah. Yeah. But basically, you 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 can, you can use a stolen credit card to make a booking, uh, and then if you're lucky, if you're very lucky, uh, it will get through and you will get paid out. Uh, you create a fake listing, and then you know you can get paid out with it. And as soon as there's a chargeback from the credit card company. Uh, the money's already paid out, so you you make money of that, of that stolen credit card, and we actually are the ones ending up paying uh, back to the credit card card organization. So that is a risk, but it's it's really a small risk, and we've we've covered it, so it's it's not a big risk, mm-hmm. but that's that's one of the small risks that's that's there for us as a as a company, I would say. Um, that's not really for a for a uh, for an owner or whatever. That's really for us as a business. Yeah. And. In the last couple of minutes, I'd love to just touch on really what, you know, what drives you. And I know that you have been in the sharing economy space for a while. You had a startup before you became CEO of Mobipart, which was a, a sort of space sharing um, startup. Um, is that, that's right, isn't it? Gpo. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, um, it's a, a storage sharing uh, platform. So that's not online storage. <laughs> it's not cloud storage. It's uh, actual physical storage, and it, uh, that was really, uh, or is really, then uh, sharing between uh, individuals or companies who have extra space where other people or companies can can store some stuff for a short or longer period. Um, so it can be an attic, a basement, a garage, or, or anything else. You you can you can store something in, and. Um, yeah, we started really with the peer-to-peer initiative uh, between people, and uh, what we found there was interesting is that um, the, the hard part um, is really to to convince people to share their part, their 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 storage space, and not so much as letting people store their stuff. People who store their stuff apparently uh, don't really mind; they don't care to store something with somebody else. They trust it. It's just a, a very natural trust; like uh, it will be fine. And of course, there's a platform to protect them. Uh, but on the other hand, like private individuals, uh, they're very wary of sharing their storage space mm-hmm. uh, because they have, like, they, they might think, oh, maybe what if they they store something illegal? What if they store drugs or weapons or something else? Which is not very realistic. Eh? Let's let, no, let's no. say I have a lot of drugs or weapons. Why would I store it at somebody's yeah, place? It's not is breaking the, bad. The risk for you as a criminal is huge because <laughs> somebody will probably or might look into the stuff or I don't know find it or that's 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 not it's not it doesn't make sense. But uh, the feeling does make sense. So that, that was a that was a hindrance to to really grow the the the, the, the supply side. Um, with companies, you have less of a, this problem. Less, of course, eh? it's less of a problem. Um, and also what we uh, at some point found that so that we could also ask uh, uh, smaller companies in, in cities um, uh, to share their, their, their extra space to, to store some bags uh, from tourists. So like a luggage storage kind of 
sharing platform. So you've been moving towards, you know, what you do now for for quite yeah. a while. And well, Moby Park was really one of one of my inspirations, honestly, to uh, to what what it could be uh, back in uh, back uh, back then. Um, and we, we even at Jeepa, we even had uh, the option for people to share their uh, parking space. Mm-hmm. But we never really focused on it. Never, n- never anybody really listed their their their, their parking. But it was one of the options. Uh, I think there was also one company in in Australia where where we looked at, and uh, they did also something similar. It was both yes. a garage and driveway, right? Yes, so, Spacer, uh, I believe. Spacer. Yes, Spacer. I know. Spacer, yeah. um, yes, they're part part of the marketplace risk community. Mike oh, Rosenbaum. Cool. Yes. Yeah. Um, How are they doing? <laughs> good, I think. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, Australia are now allowing people back in to visit which will certainly help i think time. yes yeah. i know it's been yeah. a while so oh, I, I, I was fortunate enough to 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 be there just before the the crisis hit us like in uh, february 2020 actually oh wow lovely yeah. yes no um it would be yeah be great to um to start this um traveling yeah. again um yeah it's been a pleasure talking to you. I could talk along for ages um, yeah, about like, this, like but, <laughs> but um, we have run out of time. So I'm not going to try and repronounce your surname, but I am just <laughs> going to thank you for coming on the Platform Podcast. It's been brilliant to hear about Moby Park. I wish you all the best for this post-pandemic phase and your um, growth into Germany. Do come to um, one of our in-person events if you can sometime. And it'd be great to, to have you on one of our webinars to anything um, like that. It'd be great to, to have you share all this um, experience. And um, it's really brilliant to, to hear what you've been doing over the, the last few years. Thank you. Thank you very much, El. It's been really great to be uh, on your podcast. And uh, I hope to see you soon in uh, one, of, uh, one of the live events, which are uh, finally happening again. Thank you so much. Thank you for tuning into the Platform Podcast. Be sure to check us out at MarketplaceRisk.com for information and resources to help startups launch, grow, and succeed. And follow us on social media at MarketplaceRisk to stay up to date on all of our conferences, summits, virtual events, and more.